You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello, and welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. I almost forgot what show we were doing. Uh, (laughs) I'm joined by our usual cast of Chris and Ray. How are y'all doing? Good. Yeah, pretty good. Y'all been busy? Uh, Yes and no. That makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, Life's been busy, uh, but we've been trying to keep chill. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Um. Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump on in with our uh, updates and what we've been working on. Uh, <laughs> traditionally, we start with Ray. Do you want to go first? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure, I'll go first. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, starting from the bottom of the list this time. All right, so you head down, finish blankets, start yeah. decorating house. So I'm actually kind of proud of myself kind of doing both so i finished my gryffindor blanket and now i'm almost done. this one i need more yarn for i realized about two sections in mm-hmm. i didn't have enough yarn so this one we're getting right now okay it's what is that it's hard to see hang on as i was like Ooh, okay it's bubbly <laughs> it um, is bubbly what is what's going on here so they're bobble. They're it's called a bobble stitch. Mm-hmm. So you make like these little knobbly bits. So it's gonna be like a textured blanket. And I learned a new stitch, which is always fun, um, which kind of makes it look like a herringbone almost. Ooh, okay. Um, so that's that's fun. And it's grape colored and it's soft. But I only have one ball left, and I. Green it goes with there. the olive green, and so yeah, I still have <laughs> one, two and a half, plus three more, five more sections and a border. So yeah, I need like two more balls of yarn. <laughs> I like okay. underestimated how much. So I this need. one, I take it this one's this one is is staying at the house. This one's all. Yes, this one's my. This one's ours. I like to do like, I just like making them. I like making blanks. I like finding patterns and then getting excited about it and ordering yarn and wanting to make them. <laughs> Uh, but always ordering not quite enough. Oh, yes. This seems to be a trend. I don't order quite <laughs> enough. I think I've got the math right. And then when I get into it, it's like, no, I got that wrong. So I think uh, we're just going to have to add 10%. Whatever you think it is. Yeah, add 10%. Add 10%. Isn't that like 10%. a builder's thing? 20%. Generally, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's what I'm going to have to do because I I also have a um, – so there's this thing, this thing called gauge with knitting and crocheting, and it's how tight – the stitches so with knitting i have a really tight gauge um which doesn't work well for things like hats and sweaters and anything clothing wise because it's tight so i always have to um go up a needle size mm-hmm. it's the exact opposite <laughs> my gauge is too big and so this blanket is probably a lot longer than like longer than it should be because i've just made the stitches so much looser i tried making a sweater i had mm-hmm. to rip it up three different times because it was, was gigantic <laughs> and no matter and i was knit, i was crocheting the small stitch size and i'm like this thing's huge i don't know what happened and i went down <laughs> and like everything so blankets are one of those things that are super forgiving it doesn't matter really it doesn't have to fit 
So mm-hmm. that's why I like making them so much. <laughs> since I, can't, I don't have to have the propagation. But yes, so make a long story short, yes, I did both those things. <laughs> and I'm happy about that. Yeah, and I started decorating. So I have, I started collecting some pictures and some... Oh, do I pull over the candlestick holder? Sure. So we drove by a garage sale a few weeks ago. Um, so I'm going for a whole like Victorian botanical vibe in the house because the okay. house is Victorian East Lake house. And we found these really cool oh, candlesticks. Cool. That is so cool. They're for a boat. What? Oh, oh my God. If you're not watching the video, this is awesome. Think like an old school, like candle holder, like. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge would be walking yeah. around with, but you can actually like move it and it twists and turns so it would stay level. That is awesome. Yeah. So there, we got two of those, and then we've got an old clock that Ray's going to turn into the Weasley family yeah. clock it's... with our pictures, so it's one for. Cool. Um, I've got some old, like, I really love Dutch, um, like, like Renaissance Dutch painters. I like mm-hmm. the way that they, they're very moody, and I just love that. So I'm starting to collect things like that for the house. And, do a whole moody Victorian botanical vibe in the house. So it's starting. And I got wallpaper samples. Oh. Uh-oh. It's self-adhesive, so it's fine. It's not too labor-intensive. <laughs> and it's just one wall in the entryway, and it's one wall in the bathroom. And then that's it. That's all I'm allowed. Gotcha. Which is fine and fair. <laughs> He's probably going to have to help me put it up. <laughs> um you you may have uh missed something uh else that you'd been working on that you had mentioned uh something about your etsy store oh yes so <laughs> glad you brought that up <laughs> so um it was kind of funny i sort of scared myself into it i was watching this uh guy on youtube he's called the uh, the Potter collector. And he has the largest personal collection of Harry Potter books. Like he's got all the collectible sets and stuff. So he's doing this collab with an, with a subscription box company. Mm-hmm. And he was doing this announcement that that's what he was going to doing. And then he dropped a little so, sort of spoiler where he said that one of the items is going to be fabric. And I freaked out and I'm like, Oh my God, what if it's a blanket? Oh, it scared me. And I'm like, I have to get my stuff out first so that I can't be accused of copying this guy. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm ready to do it. I can do this. I just have to set myself a date. And if I put it out there on Instagram with a countdown and everything and I see it, it's going to keep me accountable and it's going to make me do it. And so, yeah, I was really nervous and I did it and it launched and I haven't sold anything yet, which is totally fine because it's been it hasn't even been a week. It'll be a week on Friday. Right. Um, I'm just starting to share it out. Yeah. And um, but I've gotten lots of traffic to my shop, which is nice. Nice. So I just have to keep I'm, there's this one um, crochet account that I follow. She's from England. Uh, it's called the Pigeon Nest. And she's very big into Etsy, huge into Etsy. She's been on like for nine years or something like that. So I just started following her. and She's got some really good ideas and tips and tricks and stuff so i'm going to be learning from her as to how to sort of put yourself out there and promote and and because it's just her doing it um she doesn't have any help um she and she knits um because the thing about crochet is that a machine can't do this mm-hmm. there's lots of knitting machines but you can't machine make crochet so i didn't know that yeah it has to be done by hand 
So, um, yeah, which is what I love about it. I didn't. I actually didn't know that either until she said it. I thought it could be done by by a machine. Like, so everything, everything you've ever seen crocheted had yes. to have been done by a person. Has to have been done. That's by, really interesting. Yeah. So it makes it that much more special because yeah. it's not machine made. Because there's knitting machines. You can mm-hmm. knit crap in like seconds. If you get one of those old timey, it's like a circle thing with lots of pins and stuff, and it turns. And you could make a hat in like five minutes but just by turning around and around and around it takes mm-hmm. me five hours to knit a hat do it by hand but if mm-hmm. i were to crochet something it's a lot quicker but a machine can't do that interesting yeah so i thought that was pretty cool yeah i've okay. no, my Sorry. Etsy store has been up for i mean well so I've, I've i've been doing things like in batches yeah. And usually I do like two batches per month. Well, I'm just now finishing the first batch of matrixes for this month and it's the 21st. Like I yeah. may get a second batch listed. It's just right now it seems like things are a little slow. I think people yeah. are still, you know, they're trying to make sure their budgets are okay. I know in the U S a lot of stuff's going on right now with, uh, yeah. with, uh, but, you know, people going back to work. So, you know, they're, you know, they're, Disposable income, they're trying to recalculate it and everything. So I know there's definitely some changes there, but uh, yeah, I, I shared it. My wife shared it. Uh, uh, everyone, like I said, lots of people are, you know, I've been everyone I know who's a a, a, pot, a Harry Potter person. I've been pointing huh. them your way. Well, I appreciate that. It's very sweet because I do. I it's it's nice, and it was. I've been putting this off for so long, and finally, it was just like I have it all done, and and also listening to the to this uh, woman she doesn't make a bunch of stock she does make to order so she's a few things mm-hmm. kind of ready so she can just grab and, and post so she said that's how she gets away from having to put a lot of money out initially right. and have all of this stock which is what i that's a mistake i made the first time i opened up my etsy shop i did the opposite of that mm-hmm. so this time around i'm only making enough to take pictures of um and if I get a new idea for blanket, which I have a couple um, new ideas. True, we'll announce right now. No. I'll talk to you about it later. But not right now, because they're not fully fleshed out. Um, and so I'll be making, like, prototype blankets and stuff, but I won't have lots of stock. So I'm, I'm learning a lot about how to make this a less stressful process than last right. year. Right. Yeah. See, and I've, like... So as I'm sitting here talking to you, I've got behind me, I've got a box with the five matrixes that I've got to get together. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to be working on that tomorrow night and um, uh, uh, Friday before I go to a convention this weekend, first convention I've been to in over a year. Wow. Uh, but uh, sitting here next to me, I already have the next five matrixes printed. Now, granted, I have most of the parts printed, but I've got like two of the orange ones and two of the gold ones ready to go. and i'll put out five and then i kind of have to kind of go from there the thing is is i'm almost kind of going the opposite way right now and i've almost played around with the idea of maybe i should just go and make five go like instead because like on your etsy you know on 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 the etsy listing you can go in there and put one listing and you can say hey pick one of these or whatever and that's Mm -hmm. how i have it so there's one listing for the large matrix and you pick which one of the four different ones or whatever um and I've almost thought maybe I should just go ahead and make five gold ones, five orange ones, and mm-hmm. then the other ones can be special order or whatever, but yeah. uh, and have separate listings. And 
And that way I can sit down and go ahead and put them all together because I really do try to wait until I get all five of them sold before I put them all together. Cause it's just, it's just so much easier to sit down. Cause I have to drag out my soldering iron. I have to drag out the, the, the glue and stuff. It's just much easier to knock them all out at once. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm good for, you know, yep. the next time I post or whatever. So I've all, like I said, I've almost played, you know, I was kind of thinking about last time. I was like, well, man, if I actually just did it, I mean, granted, they'd still be up there. And if someone asked, go, oh, hey, you're out of the orange one, can you make some more? But yeah, just just trying to get caught up or whatever. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, for right now, I'm OK. I, I may end up doing that. I don't know. So, of course, I was going to work a little bit on it last night and my soldering iron died. So oh, I'm waiting for a new one to come in the mail tomorrow. That'll be fun. <laughs> it was only ten dollars. I almost I almost pulled the trigger on a nicer one, but like I've kind of got a compact setup right now and the nicer one would include like the whole the whole stand or whatever for it and you know and I was just like, Do I want something else bulky to keep nah, I don't want anything else bulky to keep it with so yeah. end up going with the no cheaper one, which is fine. So um all right, well I'm gonna jump in here next. Yep. Um so let's see here. On my list, I had – I'm in the wrong thing. There we go. That's the right thing. All right. Uh, small house projects, work on Ecto um, were the two things that I had listed. Okay. So my wife and I have run into an issue where – like, I've, okay, well, first off, I have knocked out several small uh, projects around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of little random things. One of the bigger – I say not – bigger it's a medium-sized project is um we've got these lights like in our hallways and in our bathroom and like in the closets that i'm wanting to put in like um modern style i call them eyeball lights but they're you know like um sunken socket lights or whatever these new versions are literally about maybe an inch thick and so literally you you cut the hole you wire it and you don't have to put any kind of a, a, a case or anything way up into the ceiling. They just almost, wow. they're almost basically just as thick as the, as the sheetrock, which wow. is really cool. So That's putting cool. them to, putting them together should not be that hard. It's just yeah. getting to do it. Um, yeah. I've been working on that. I've been working on other little small projects or whatever, but the big thing that's happening right now is, uh, Oh geez, it's probably been, Oh man, I would say probably 13 years, maybe, 12, 13 years ago, we painted the house and we painted almost every single room a different color. Mm-hmm. We kept all the paint, uh, but we're starting to run out of the paint. And uh, at about seven years ago, because it came up on my time hop, um, we had the living room and the kitchen repainted. We paid someone to repaint those and those went from a brown and a green to both a slightly different shade of gray. Yeah. And um, trying to go by touch-up paint i got all the paint from lowe's i know they are all flat but i can't match it and Uh, so at some point they have changed their formula mm. so even though i can go to lowe's and i can take the original paint sample and get the color the color is off because just the paint has changed a little bit over time so i we've got a guy who's working right now he said we'll cut out a small section of it take it in so i did that and got it color matched so the paint that I bought is the right color, but if you look at it in certain light, it's like it looks like a shiny leopard on the wall. <laughs> it's it's driving <laughs> us insane. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we we were like, you know what? Fine. We're just gonna pay and have someone paint a couple of different rooms, and we've gotten fed up with the living room and the kitchen, so we're adding that as well. 
uh, and turns out it's it's uh, it's Laney and Joseph's uh, next door neighbor. He's a handyman. Oh. Apparently, he also has a he, he does something else during the day. So he's only working from three o'clock until about seven, but he's getting a lot done. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we've got all that going on in the house and just other little random things. So I am knocking out some small projects around the house. There are a few more things I want to try to get done before Christy goes back on on uh, you know goes back to work or whatever. She's got about two weeks left, so trying to wind down on that. The ecto. So I got, I've gotten I've gotten quite a bit done. Uh, if you're watching the video version, it's kind of hard to see, but it's actually the, the roof rack is actually sitting back here behind me. Um, the main thing is is I'm trying to find time to. I've, there's some parts I've got to prep, but I've gotten a lot of parts in. So over here on the right hand side, a, a lot of this stuff I was also trying to not Eugene it, <laughs> and by that I mean order absolutely everything I can think of that I would need and then get it in and be like, Oh shit, this isn't going to work. Oh, this isn't going to work. So I'm trying to go part by part. Uh, but like I've got the lights sitting over here. I bought these aluminum. Um, they're, they've got T slots inside of them, but I bought aluminum rods that mm -hmm. I'm going to, uh, affix to the bottom of the basket that I can put the lights on. And I was hoping to a piece were going to be strong enough. That's not going to be strong enough. So I had to order another set. Um, so that it will be, you know, all attached together. I've got to drill holes in that. I had to, um, I, first off, I had to find the stupid screws that I needed. That was an interesting situation. Um, I don't know. I, I can't remember if I've brought this. I, know, I don't think I brought this up on the show, but you know what this is? It looks like it's for needles, it's, knitting needles. Well, it, it, shows, it shows, it shows, uh, diameters and, and for different screw sets isn't it it's, it's a screw sorter is what it is but even then i still had to look up exactly how to do it because the screws that i have i was like okay well is it supposed to just fall through the slot or is it supposed to screw into the slot should be into falls through oh because that was my problem i went to lowe's looking for a certain type of screw and i could not find it and i'm like okay I've either mismeasured this or they simply don't carry it. Or maybe I'm looking for something that does not exist. <laughs> it right. turns out I was looking for something that doesn't exist. Okay. So, so yeah, I, uh, I had yeah, to buy a bunch of screws and stuff and, um, yeah. but I've got those in. So I've got the screws in, I've got that in, I've got, um, um, I've got, uh, uh, um, vinyl here so I can start working on the, um, Magnets that go on the side of the car. I actually got the the large roll of magnet in as well. That's awesome. Uh, just, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's uh it's one of those things. I'm gonna have to find time not only to attach this stuff to the large roll of magnet, but um I'm gonna have to go over to my mom's house and figure out how I can use her Cricut machine to to cut out the vinyl to do the mm -hmm. letters and stuff that I want done. Yeah. Yep. So that's something else that I've got to work on. But yes, I'm I'm actually making headway on it like i said i've got a, a convention this coming weekend obviously the ecto will not be ready for then but about mid-august as long as we don't get rained out or whatever we have our first parade and i'm hoping i should have hopefully yeah. things done by then so we shall see and then the other thing that i was working on is um is my other quote unquote ecto. So uh, there's a company called Eagle Moss and uh, I think they're called hero collector in other countries, but, uh, and they're actually out of England, 
they started this thing last year and it's a subscription, a build a vehicle subscription. That's mainly what they do. And they did one for the Ecto one and kind of as, as a tribute to my dad, I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to do this. It's going to cost me a pretty penny, but I'm going to do this. Well, I got a little ways in and stopped getting the subscription for whatever reason. And I was, I contacted, I was like, Hey, uh, I haven't gotten anything in a month or so what's going on. And they're like, Oh, well, issue 14 is on back order. And I was like, okay, cool. Can you go ahead and just keep sending me, yeah, sending Everything. me things, yeah, and I'll just either keep going or I'll hold off. Well, I decided it wasn't like it was extremely pivotal. I'm like, I'll hold off and I'll just wait. Months and months went by. I kept getting more and more packages. Uh, still didn't get that final one. Finally got in the missing piece. And so uh, since we've talked, I sat down over several nights yeah. and put this stuff together and. Uh, I have basically the, the chassis of the car is done mm-hmm. and it's like, it's at least like two and a half feet long, <laughs> if not three feet long. It That's weighs awesome. like seven pounds. This thing's going to be a monster. That's um, awesome. But I've had a, oh, I've had so much fun doing it. So I can't wait till the next, uh, the next shipment comes in so I can, I can, you know, keep going with that. Cause that is, that is something that even though it's, it's not. It, it, I say it's work. It's not work. It's just I sit down. I have a good time. Usually I've got some kind of, something on YouTube, so I'm halfway watching and I'm mm-hmm. putting stuff. It's sometimes it's nice building stuff and making stuff, which is why Lego is so you know intriguing to me because I can just follow the instructions and I can make something and I don't have to think like I am with this ecto. I'm like, all right, well I've got to measure and then I've got to I've got to drill all these holes before I can even start yeah. assembling stuff. Yep. Yeah. So. I get but, that. Yep. So that's what I've been working on. Uh, Ray, you <laughs> had <laughs> sketches for paintings yeah, and no. the fairy door. Uh, oh, so neither. Neither of those have occurred. However. However, I have begun a Hobbit door. Oh, okay. Uh, that's going to be going over um, a vent that should never have been put into one of our doors it's in the house. Not even a vent. It's a piece of it's a piece of dryer vent that they stuck through a wall, wall to add air conditioning and heating to a room that really yeah it's it, okay. it's not legit anyway so <laughs> uh to block that up i've been i've been trying to think of other ways to do it and so chris suggested um maybe using you know creating a, a hobbit door and mm-hmm. so uh, I've got the basics of that started. Uh, I had some um, scrap pieces of cherry that I've I've glued together, and so I'm going to make a circular door out of that and kind of play around and see what I can do. Cool. Um, then I also got very distracted. Yes. Because I found a I found a YouTuber called Doug Linker, and uh, <laughs> I started carving. Yes, you did, and they look awesome. <laughs> so they're fun. They're just nice little they're things cute. for now. Um, I like these guys. The the hat's kind of fun and everything. Um, so the next step is uh, he's done a, a few different videos. Um, one thing that I did start covering for Chris as well uh, was um, a wand that was uh inspired by hermione's but i always thought it was weird that it was just leaves it was like a vine which is cool but i thought it'd be kind of cool to put some flowers on there so kind mm-hmm. of did like a sort of a, a rose type of uh, yeah. flower on it 
Um, and so that's mostly, or that one's as done as I can do without ruining it. Um, the other thing that I've always thought about wands as well was I thought it was awkward that there was, I thought it'd be kind of cool anyway, uh, if it was perfectly fit, right? So, um, your finger, your thumb actually fits into a groove and right. your fingers fit into a groove for, uh, for, you know, holding it, holding it and yeah. all that stuff. So, um, anyway, I carved, I got Chris's you know, marks on there and I carved out for her. And uh, so I thought that was kind of just an interesting, my own take on it. Um, right. So I, I think I'm going to try and continue that with the different ones that I create and uh, I've got other ideas for it. So, yeah. Okay. I just had a thought not to, not to interrupt you, yeah. but I just had a thought. So I have a question. Yep. You and I are in the wizarding world. We're both wizards. Yes. Uh, we both have a, you know, we've gone to Ollivander's. We've, we've got a, a wand. Do you modify your wand? Because that's kind of a thing I do to a lot of stuff that I own. And I'm thinking maybe if it did have hand, like, just fit my hand just a little better. I always thought it would be uh, easier to, uh, Easier to make it so that it doesn't escape your hand for like Expelliarmus and stuff, right? Because there's times where Harry uh, right. would be able to hold on to it after getting hit with that spell. So uh-huh. it's like, well, if you made it so it's easier to grip and your hand is actually perfectly melded to this thing, right? Because it's supposed to be an extension of you, right? Well, maybe that would make more sense. Now, would I personally? No, uh, except that um, I probably would because if Did I was you in that. No? Well, no, if I I wouldn't as uh, as somebody who's purchasing the wand, but I will say this: if I was in the Wizarding World and I actually worked there, I'd be in wand lore for sure. I would definitely be working. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'd be Arthur. You'd be tinkering around with all that muggle junk. And... Well, I'd be doing that too, but I would I would work with wands or and and I'd be because my other I, the other thing I want to carve is a um, a staff for like Gandalf and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know. Yeah, there's. That's where I would go with all that stuff. See, I'm just thinking like customizing it, putting it like I said, putting you know maybe reaching fitting the handle. But see, when you were talking about you know making it so that it fit the hand better, so it would be less likely. I was thinking I was like, oh, so are we talking about putting like uh, drilling a hole in the end and putting like a loop of so that like you know kind of like a Wii mote or something you can oh. put it around your wrist like before you before you go to battle you kind of put it on your list so. You get hit. Oh, guess what? My wand didn't fly off. It just, oh, look, my hand, somebody, my wand's right back here. So, somebody in the wizarding world makes custom, like, customized, oh, customized people, yeah. the, people will probably well, custom at, their own wands. Look at uh, Lucius Malfoy, right? Oh, yeah, he stuck uh, it in the end of he, his walking he, cane. He has it in the walking cane, and he's got the snake head that's attached to the end of the wand, and Voldemort snaps that off, right? And the wand is still being used and still works. Yeah. So that's obviously in addition to the wand. The wand is secure and it's fine on its own. Yeah. So, I'm sure people. Uh, oh, I'm sure there are. For sure. I I would yeah. probably suggest not drilling through. No, then, I feel like you break the core. Then you're getting into the core and. Yeah, that would be the problem. See, I'd be but, have I'd we, have to do a lot of research, like you said. Maybe you can't. Maybe maybe you can't necessarily affect the wand itself maybe you can just do additions too which if that's what you got to do so i'm thinking like um uh you know leather strapping for uh, a sword right 
except that you continue it down and loop it and into itself and then that would be your yeah. exactly yeah yeah why not it's exactly sure. yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's kind of what i've been doing instead of uh the other stuff that i promised myself that i was going to do um and this yeah it's it's been fun uh I, I really, if you get a chance to go uh, to Doug Linker's YouTube channel, he goes through all of it. He does a couple of um, couple of different things. So the next one I want to do, I started it. It's uh, an actual little figure, uh, and he calls them like um, oh, what does he call them? A hillbilly uh, type of character, and it's kind of cool because there's no eyes again. It's just it's the guy's, it's the person's nose sticking out of a a hood or a hat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, so after I get well into that uh, and I feel more confident with my abilities, um, I kind of have an idea with Chris. Uh, she gave me an idea of what I can create out of those. And I'll talk about those. When we're not did? Yeah. Cool. That was awesome of me. I so, <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what's going on there. Uh, other than that. Um, oh, what? Oh, oh yes, the tattoo. Oh, yes, you got a tattoo. <laughs> so that took five hours. Uh, <laughs> it looks. I'll be honest with you. I, looking at it, I'd be like, I had to have taken longer than five hours. But apparently, yes. they're uh, they know what they're doing. She's yes. efficient. She's <laughs> so uh, yeah, I got that done. Um, and then in September, I'm gonna. Uh, so that's for my next thing to figure out. I've got a couple of spaces that she's gonna fill up in september and i have to figure out what i actually want them filled with so uh i'll go and do that next um okay. i'm gonna have a lot of work coming up so i'm not sure how much i'll be actually able to do so but i'm excited uh, yeah i've got uh, a bunch of knives and stuff um carving knives uh and and i'm i'm really excited because this is a, a fun hobby that i can actually get into so it's cute to watch him sitting on a chair outside with <laughs> I've joined the old man club. He's officially an old man. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking at my phone because I was like, what were we going to talk about tonight? And I, I had to look that up and remember it. Because oh, yeah. um, it actually kind of goes right into the other thing. I forget, I'm, It's literally sitting right here that I I, I made and, did and threw together real quick. Um, and that is gearing up. So things are at a interesting crossroad right now. Uh, pretty much everywhere in the world, including mm-hmm. here in the United States. Uh, so, um, granted, y'all's population is not as high as, but y'all now have more vac- <laughs> percentage. Why y'all have more vaccinated people? Oh, so, based on that. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Y'all have more fully vaccinated people than the United States does. Wow, go us. Percentage, yeah, absolutely. Percentage wise. Um, me and the kids. Yeah, I, I think you have a few more holdouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Not to get too, yeah, but so right now there are a few people who have been fully vaccinated that are getting the Delta variant, but not that many, like tiny, tiny number. From what I understand, it's not that many, and uh, the severity is not nearly as bad as what it would be. Exactly. Yeah. So we're still feeling pretty good. Um, This weekend, we have Classic Game Fest. We have gotten email, or I've gotten emails from... Uh, the people putting it on saying that uh, ticket sales wise, it is as big as it's ever been. In fact, it may ah. even be bigger. So okay. it's going to be a packed crowd. 
um, I'm going to, you know, reaffirm to the group. If you are uncomfortable or want to wear a mask, you go right ahead there. I'm no, no one's going to say boo, uh, especially being Ghostbusters. But, um, it's, it's one of those things that's like, uh, I, I keep thinking and I'm like, no, I'm fully vaccinated. I should be fine. We'll see. Uh, that being said, last weekend, I went with Joseph and Laney to go to the movie theater. It's the first time I've done that in over a year, which was awesome. Uh, so things are starting to go back to quote unquote normal a little bit. Mm-hmm. And with that, I find I am starting to try to like get geared back up for quote unquote normal life. So uh, what's funny was is one of the things I forgot to mention that I've been making, and he won't – I'm sure he – well, number one, he's not on the show, and this won't come out until Monday, so he won't know. Uh, Joseph is joining the Austin area Ghostbusters. He's like, hey. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, you know, you and Lainey have a lot of fun doing it. I've seen y'all do it. I'm pretty much going to go with y'all anyway. I might as well join the group. Cool. Yeah. Cool deal. So anyway, I was cleaning out or I was doing some stuff in my um, uh, shed, and when I originally – okay, so on the ghost on the Ghostbusters 1 flight suit, uh, on the khaki suit, there is a – it's basically a P-hose that goes it's, – it's a small connection on the left uh, pant leg, and it loops – the hose loops around and around, uh, back around, and, and fastens to the belt. A lot of people sew them onto their flight suits. Problem is, though, is throwing it in the washing machine. No bueno. Uh, so I, this guy came up with this idea. I copied it. I made my own version, and uh, it attaches with magnets. Anyway, at when the the hose is actually supposed to be dyed kind of a yellow color, uh, well, when I dyed mine and Laney's, I had some hose left over, so I went in and dyed it while I was going. In fact, I may have done mine and then done the other two as part of a demonstration because back when I was doing Marginally Geeky or Epically Geeky Makers, that was one of the videos that I did. Anyway, I remember that I still had the hose, so I went ahead and 3D printed the other attachments. And so this is going – unbeknownst to him, this is Joseph's uh, uh, P-hose for his, his, um, for his flight suit. So, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm sure he'll enjoy it whenever I hand it to him, probably on Saturday, be like, oh, by the way, I just happened to make one of these. So, (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, gearing back up and getting ready for this stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, like, so, you know, the whole thing with my Ecto is, you know, with my with my car that, you know, ties into it. But like, I'm just I'm getting excited because it's not just, oh, well, I'm making a thing and then it's going to sit here. Or like Baby Yoda is still gray and he's still sitting here looking at me. Part of the reason is is because toys have actually come out of Baby Yoda, so it, I don't have as. But it's also like, it's not like I could paint him and take him anywhere and and do anything yeah. with him. So, yeah, yeah. and I know a lot of cosplayers have a lot of cosplayers have have taken this advantage. Of like, oh my God, I finally have the time I've been asking for forever and have kept cranking out stuff. Um, not me. <laughs> uh. But, you know, now that now that things are actually going to be happening, I'm starting to get the I'm getting the excited back. So, for example, Lainey was talking to me the other day and she's like, hey, so my proton pack is older. It doesn't work great. You know, it's kind of starting to come apart at the seams. Do I even need to bother bringing it for the convention? And I said, no, don't worry about it, because I've got some of the the spirit packs what you can take or whatever. So if you decide you want to say or you can just borrow mine, whatever, it's fine. We're good to go. 
I was halfway expecting her to ask me, so when can we start working on version two for me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which, of course, I'm sure would lead into technically it would be if I started one for her, it would be my Mark four. Um, and then Joseph's would probably be, be pretty Mark close. Five. Would be Mark <laughs> five. Um, there's some things I want. I, so I need to finish nailing down before I start doing that. I have the the 3D printing stuff side. I've got it. I don't have to. I know everything fits. I can do it. There's actually some really good models out there as well. I joined this group and I was part, partially I was like, oh, look, people don't tend to print this way. I could have just anyway. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like going doing all this work to figure out how to make my own lightsaber and then being like, oh, dude, all you had to do was bring in the thing and we could have just put it in there and you'd been good to go. So anyway, um, but I've got options. That part I'm down with. It's the electronics. I'm. I have figured out, but I'm trying to figure out more efficient ways to hook everything up. And so that's going to take a little design work, but I'm kind of eager to do that because the, the design work I do for a full size proton pack would be the same stuff I, I could use for the smaller packs like my boys have. So I'm killing lots of birds with, you know, one stone. Um, but the thing that I've run into is, so like I said, I'm part of this group on go, uh, you know, this ghostbuster prop building group. Mm-hmm. And this one guy, posted a video the other day so it's called the cyclotron well no yeah the cyclotron um it's a circular part on the proton pack and then kind of has like a an arm part that goes up mm-hmm. and he was showing on his large 3d printer it printed and he had the entire thing as one piece and grabbed it and just popped it off the bed and of course lots of people start asking what printer is that yeah and he kicks back in he said oh well it's a cr10 uh it's a cr10 max but heavily modified okay <laughs> how much does cr10 max go for so i look it up it's about a thousand bucks prints at like 450 i think by 450 by 450 mine yeah. prints 300 by 300 by 300 and i was like oh, that's a lot of money although i have an anniversary coming up next year and i don't really know what i want and I got to looking, and the the thing about the Pro is it it auto automatically levels the bed and does some other stuff. But there is a thing called a CR10 5S that's only seven hundred and some odd dollars, <laughs> and it prints five hundred by five hundred oh, okay. by five hundred. I literally could print the majority. Of, I could print pretty much the entire Proton Pack in four prints. Wow. Wow. It, literally, it would be the top section, the yeah. bottom section, what's called yeah. the bumper, the thing that goes across the front. Um, and actually, I, I mean, I probably could even print it in just three. But anyway. Yeah. And now, granted, he's like, it would still take like a week's worth of printing. But I'm just like, oh, my God, how awesome would that be? Because also business wise, instead of printing these matrices one at a time, I could just buy really big, you know, spools of filament. Yeah. And yes, it would still take the same amount of time. But I wouldn't have to babysit a printer every day. No. I could literally let it go for days and just mm-hmm. it would yeah. be done. Uh, so that may be something I look at for for my anniversary present. We'll see. Anyway, yeah. but it's getting me <laughs> excited to start making again. And I'm like, man, I'm kind of getting the itch to build another proton pack. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. what about y'all? Are y'all uh, is the unthawing of the world essentially uh getting you excited to so make again or we we have learned that we are very introverted oh, i win on that front 
She, yeah. I am most um, introverted in the house. I I enjoy some things. Uh, I don't. I've never really enjoyed large crowds or anything like that. That being said, uh, one of these days I will go back to Fan Expo in Toronto. Uh, yes, we'll go back. Yeah. Right. But no, it is on this year. Is Toronto, it? Oh, that's Toronto right. Toronto Fan Expo is on. Uh, there are they are bringing in some some people like um, Yondu. Uh, I think is going to be one of the. Okay. Ones. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he's going to be there, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I was actually going to look at the list, but it doesn't matter. We're not going this no. year um, because not just the, the Delta variant, but uh, I have some family members that cannot get vaccinated due to allergies. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll do our part there. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is, um, you know, we're, we're just trying to learn – what we're comfortable with and trying to right. ease her. You know, we're dipping the toes back in rather than jumping in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, gotcha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think that's probably the best way to put yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, we have been so, so isolated, right? And, and it was just us to the point of, okay, it's, if we, if we went to, to extremes and started going out and doing all the things it would be very overwhelming. it would be very overwhelming and i think it would cause a lot of stress for for all of us so um that being said i am very excited that the theaters are open yes and uh they are at 50 percent capacity um so it i'm excited that we're going to be able to go on a date and it's just gonna be you and me at a theater which is great uh yes because so, we do those are like experiences for us we yeah. do love going to the movies yeah. yeah i miss going to the theater so yeah. like if i could have jumped on on the plane and been down near you guys i would have i would have watched black widow with you guys for sure but uh um yeah it's just i i, I think we're slowly going there um mm-hmm. i still don't feel comfortable going into a restaurant and eating in a restaurant yeah. even though we could uh the, the outside patios i still haven't even we haven't taken part of that uh, uh no. we'll do takeout but we won't be a part of the the eating right. at our location yet um so we're, we're really taking it slow and making sure that everybody's comfortable with these next moves and yeah. uh, with everything going on as well with the delta variant and everything so uh that being said when I actually do get out there um i was telling chris one of my ideas with these little guys is putting my mark on them somewhere mm-hmm. and then just leaving them around when we're on a walk and really know, that's awesome yeah just whether somebody finds it or not and if they like it great and if they don't that's okay it's whatever it's just something to something to smile about so that's all they're going to be are you going to stain them or seal them in any way? Uh, I think some of them I will for sure. Mm-hmm. Other ones, no. And if they age and they crack, that just adds to it, right? So. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like these guys here, I I probably wouldn't. They're just mm-hmm. a, a face. Um, but there's uh, little figures. Um, there's some really nice uh, wood stains that I I've worked with. Uh, and if you stain it right, it actually looks like it's clothing or it's. Oh, okay. Uh, that kind of stuff so like it's different colors and stuff like that so yeah it's what cool. i did the skateboards in so very cool yeah so yeah it's yeah just trying to dip our toes now y'all are not <laughs> also not 
fully vaccinated, vaccinated 100%, all four of you. So Ray is. Ray is. Yeah, so Ray's fully vaccinated, and then the kids and I go next Wednesday, and that'll be our second shot. The problem with Ray's vaccination is that he has a Pfizer and a Moderna. And we were told in Canada that to mix them was fine, just get vaccinated. Now it's come out that some countries won't recognize you as fully vaccinated. So I'm concerned. Yeah. So there's um, a likely now we're not going anywhere no. for at least a year, like outside of the country. Yeah. So there is a small and it depends if we have to get boosters or whatever. Yeah, there's um, there's other factors that are still at play. Um, but yeah, yeah, right now, depending on who you ask in what country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ray the, won't, Ray's not fully vaccinated. The kids and I are both getting uh, our both our shots are going to be Pfizer. So yeah. we will be yeah. in the eyes of. The World Health Organization fully vaccinated. Yeah. So what uh, what came out afterwards? So there was a, a couple. Um, they were trying to go to the Barbados, and they said they they said, "Yep, we've been vaccinated. We've been, yeah. it's been two weeks since we've had our last one." They went through it all. They were about to leave, and that's when they found out that you're not fully vaccinated. We don't consider you to be fully vaccinated because you had a Pfizer or a Moderna, but not two of one. You had right. one. Of each um and then it came out uh the world health organization came out at some point and said that they didn't want people to make those decisions of you you know stick with one don't don't mix and match uh the problem was canada was uh severely delayed and getting quite a few of their vaccine vaccines and they really wanted to make sure that everybody had their first shots so they had this influx of Pfizer, so they gave as many people of, uh, as much Pfizer. Pfizer as they could. And then, the, and then there was a delay in the Pfizer, and Moderna showed up. So they started handing out the Modernas, realizing that people were coming due for their second shots. Um, and uh, they did some studies, and they, uh, I know the UK did this as well, that they, they mixed and matched. Uh, and so from the findings that they were finding that people were actually – uh, just as protected as uh, anybody else because it's an mRNA. Yeah. Uh, and whoever makes it, it doesn't matter. It's the same idea. Exactly, uh, yeah. So so that's what's been the findings of all of this. And um, anyway, uh, after, after Canada has allowed this for months, mm-hmm. the World Health Organization, uh, apparently there was a specific spokesperson that, that came out and said, they didn't want this to happen so that people wouldn't make the decision on their own. That was the whole point. But I guess it was a bit of a misquote. I have to do some more research on what the World Health Organization has done since. Um, but apparently these other countries are starting to recognize uh, mRNA to mRNA are fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now the people that have to worry are the people that had AstraZeneca first and then an mRNA second. Mm-hmm. Because they may not be considered fully vaccinated, so it's a mess. Uh, it's a mess. So we're not out of the woods yet. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. So as far as feeling like getting ready and gearing up for us, it's not so much because we had three pretty severe lockdowns over a year. So yeah. for us, it was a lot, and the kids barely went to school right like they did a chunk i think it's their first three months they were at school and then that's it was after christmas and then after christmas they didn't go back and then they went back for like a month 
and yeah. a half, two yeah. months maybe, yeah. and then we're done. No. Yeah. They didn't go back at all. So it's been very back and forth. So a lot of so especially in Ontario because we can only speak for Ontario. Um, Doug That's Ford right. has slowly, not slowly, but it was based on. Um, the percentage of people getting vaccinated, how things would open up. We've just, as of last week, Friday. last Friday, we hit phase three. So that meant that theaters are starting to open up, gyms, all that stuff is starting to open. So we're just starting. You guys are ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. So I, we're just I don't starting. Think a lot of you close. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. <laughs> so we're just starting. And so for us, I think we've already had it in our mind that we're not going to any cons. We're not doing any of that stuff till at least next year. That way, because there's lots of people who are sick and tired of being at home. So there's going to be a big surge of tourism. Right. Yeah. And because we're not big crowd people, it's just like, and comic uh, fan expo is just shoulder to shoulder. Like you're in there like sardines, like it's ridiculous. So that with the Delta variant, with COVID already, and then you have people who can't get vaccinated, um, people who have chosen not to mix with people who are. And so it, I just feel like it's a Petri dish yeah. for that. Um, so, yeah, we probably wouldn't be doing anything until next year. Anyways, but in terms of hobbies and crafting, <laughs> um, wood prices keep going down. And yes. so I, we have to draw up our plans for the bookcases and fireplace in our living room here. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to be doing, hopefully this fall. Really, I'd like to if we can. I'd really uh, like to. Um, yeah. It's fine now because I found I love Facebook Marketplace. It's both a wonderful <laughs> and terrible place because you can spend a lot of money all at once. Yeah, you can. Uh, and somebody, meaning me, spent five hundred dollars in about five minutes on book. <laughs> <laughs> I called Ray up. I called him at work and I'm like, I may or may not have spent $500. He's like, oh my God, I'm what? And I'm like, no, no, it's good stuff. $550, but it's okay. No, it was $500 even. $550. No, no, no. That was including these. Oh, right. Yes, that was including. So I found, in terms of decorating, I found two rugs. We needed specific sizes for the house. So I found both of them. I love the colors. He agreed to them. He likes them too, so it was a go. And then there is these things called barrister bookcases, and they are these types of bookcases where they sort of look like they're rectangles stacked on top of each other. And the cool thing is the the doors on them, you lift them up and push them back. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. So in an antique store, they're $1,100. They're really expensive because they're gorgeous and beautiful mm-hmm. pieces. I found knockoff ones. They're made out of particle board for 25 bucks each. And they're five feet high. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah. Yeah. They were totally disgusting because they were sitting in somebody's barn. But um, they, they cleaned up well. They cleaned up really well. So eventually when the bookcases get done, they're going to hold my yarn. They're going to go down to my office and then, and then use them as that. So – that so, was a decorating piece. Yeah, we'll show you after we're, yeah. we're done recording. Um, okay. so, yeah, so gearing up, hopefully wood prices drop because I really would like to do the bookcases in the fireplace, which means I have to strip and paint, not stain, paint the mantle. <laughs> this may <laughs> be a test for our marriage because <laughs> he wants me to paint it. He wants me to stain it, and I don't like 
the same. It's a gorgeous wood underneath. and. But it was traditional for them to be painted. But I don't care. <laughs> what color are you painting it? Black. Okay. So Here's the thing. We have something that's ebony, and it's not enough drama for me. I'll, I'll do two coats. No, that's not the point. <laughs> at least you can go back from the paint. You can at least yeah. strip the paint. You can't go back from stain. The stain, stain is, is... Yeah, that's a forever thing. Like, at least if I don't like the black, if I do a test patch and hate it, I have stripper... I can just take it off with, and it's not a big deal if I decide to go to the stain. I just feel like paint's more forgiving than stain. And he does not agree with me. <laughs> As you can tell by his body language, he is very, very, very skeptical of that. We'll see who wins. <laughs> It'll be me. And um, in terms of my what I would like to create for my Etsy shop and stuff, I have – I want to get – um a big cork board because uh-huh. I have Pinterest, but Pinterest isn't, it's one of those out of sight, out of mind things. It's like, Oh great. I pinned it. And then yeah. it goes into the, the ether. So I want to get a big cork board and start printing the stuff off and sort of putting together like a board of the ideas and inspirations for the different types of, of blankets I want to make. That's cool. They have, I have two in my head right now. One is for a death eater one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the other one, um, I don't know how much you know about The Hobbit, but Erebor, which is a dwarf um, city in a mountain. And I can't mm-hmm. remember which mountain it is. But I found a really cool um, color palette that I think would look really, really neat for that. I just have to find a type of blanket that I would do. And I have an idea for my Series 2 common room blankets that I want to okay. switch out. Yeah, so I want to get a cork board. So I'm gearing up for stuff like that. But in terms of like, I'm so excited that you get to go to do these things. Oh I'm yeah, very we're, excited. we're living vicariously through you. We're living vicariously you. through you because it's not going to be happening for us for at least a year for that kind of thing. But it's so exciting that you guys are doing it because it's it's kind of like a sign that the world is starting to go back a little bit. Right. Not as fast as some people would like it to, but I mean. And a little quicker than others would want. So it's, yeah. 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 I, I'll be honest with you. I, I If they had come back and said, oh, hey, it's going to be, yeah, everyone has to wear a mask. I would be, all right, cool. That's fine. Yeah. We're, we're still going to go. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Um, But like literally part of me wants to say, well, maybe I should go ahead and wear my mask anyway. But I'll be very honest with you. Like school starts here in about three weeks mm-hmm. and the state has said no one, no school district can mandate mask. Okay. So my boys are already going to be going to school sans any vaccination because it's still not certified for nine year olds. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to be at a campus where the current uh, enrollment is 2,600. So wow. And the majority of those kids are not going to be vaccinated and probably not wearing masks. So I'm just like, I'm going to be thrown into it anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I could wear a mask and definitely help myself some, but I, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I understand. It's, you know, it, it is what it is. And yeah. if I if if I get it, I at least I'm vaccinated and it shouldn't be. It wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah, yes. yeah. We're we're still in mask mandated mandated areas. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, if you're inside anywhere, you're you to wear, wear a mask. mask. Yeah. Uh, 
That's where Although, we went. Uh, we'll say we did. Logan and I took a big step. We went to a mall today. Yeah. We drove to a mall, and the weirdest thing, and both of us said it. We went to have lunch in the food court, so obviously we had to take off our mask. It was uncomfortable. I it's didn't weird. like it. it yeah. It is weird. Both when of us didn't like it. In, yeah, both of us didn't like it, and Logan was like, they should have had some sort of like outdoor seating for that or something because it was like you almost felt naughty. That's not a word that I really want to use for that, but you almost feel like you feel bad for sure taking off your mask. Yeah. And everybody's pretty spaced out and stuff, and um, they have a, a great system for cleaning the the seats and stuff like that. But it's still, it's just like uh, taking this off, and uh, I want to put it back on. <laughs> What's funny is, is like you know, we have gone out to eat at several different restaurants, including yeah. us and the boys, um, not wearing a mask or whatever. But a lot of restaurants have like they put up plexiglass dividers like even if it's a fairly tall you know seat at a at a in a in a bench or whatever they've left the plexiglass up and i think it's oh, okay. because they've realized it it cuts down on not only it would cut down on transmission or anything else but it also cuts down on the noise so people yeah. aren't ah. constantly hearing each other and i think people were probably like no that's fine completely leave that up because I yeah. really don't want to have to listen to the screaming kid to, you know, two benches down or whatever. So, so I don't know if you remember uh, me chatting about this is a long time ago now, near the beginning of this. Um, I was always I was curious how how this whole thing would influence the design of things, right? We right. I was talking about specifically about cars at the time, you know, uh, a hanger for your mask, that type of thing, because uh, cigarettes. Uh, you don't see a cigarette ashtray anymore. Uh, you don't see the lighter anymore, but they, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I've actually been going I'm, back and re-listening to the Epically Geeky show. Like I'm okay. back, I'm down to the low 100s. Okay. And so of course I went back through those and yeah, I remember, I specifically okay. remember you saying that. And even now I'm just like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if we're going to see that, but it would still be kind of cool if we did. So, but anyway, go on. So, so what I'm, what I didn't really take away of was, I think you are going to see a redesign in restaurants, right? And and the design of the new restaurants will have it built in so that your party or your your you know your your cubby will be more self-contained, mm-hmm. so that it does cut down on the noise. And, and I'm really curious how that's going to affect everything because uh, I I do see that actually probably coming is is a redesign more for those types of findings, right? Anything else, yeah. So, and it's funny because even though I may be going out and about in a place that doesn't have, you know, I'm not wearing a mask and there's probably other people, I still find myself going, you know, like I can hang back a little further. Yeah. I'll be fine just a little further. So, you know, I don't know how much of a difference it's making or whatever. Granted, I've also not been in a place where someone is hacking up a lung. I think if you did that right now in public, everyone vaccinated or not will still be looking at you like, what are you doing out here? Yes. Well, and it's it's also changed. Uh, at least Chris and I have talked about this. Um, if I so if I come down with the flu, right, mm-hmm. uh, going forward, I'm gonna throw on a mask if I'm not feeling well. Oh, absolutely. Like it's that way. Like if I have to, if I have to go out and I have to go to the grocery store or whatever, yeah, I'll throw on a mask so that I'm not infecting other people, right? Like it's yeah, it, it's changed uh, the, that whole perception. Yes. And that's more of um, like an Asian yeah. custom is to yeah. wear masks in public places like that. And I 
was just like, okay, that's cool. That's their culture. It, but it's, yeah. it makes, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it does. It, it makes, makes a lot of sense, sense now. now. Yeah. I'm, 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 I don't think it would happen probably even the rest of this year because everyone's just so, so, so ready to not wear masks. But I really kind of hope in the next year or so people will be like, all right, well, flu season's coming back around and starting to get heavy. And people are like, I'm just going to strap back on and be fine. And yes, and I'm maybe that's... make that a thing. And of course, I'm sure people, well, you know, we've, we've beat, co- yeah, I'm not worried about COVID anymore. I'm worried about the flu. I'm worried yes. about the cold that you're carrying yeah. right now. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Boy, we've gotten re- yeah, we went down a rabbit hole for the creative show, didn't we? That is you know, not the original topic. That, that's okay. It's creative. Oh, <laughs> sure. but, it but it has an impact on our Absolutely. creativity and stuff because we're, like I said, I'm finally starting to feel those creative juices starting to flow and getting excited to start making things again. I've, I've been kind of making things on and off, but like now I'm, I'm feeling that little bit of pressure. So like the, the tubes that are on the side of the 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 rack on my ecto like i'm like man i've i really need to get those uh puttied up and sanded down so i can get them painted and get them sealed and everything so uh i've got until about mid next month so i've got time i just have to (laughs) i just have to make sure i get it done (laughs) i uh i think if covid didn't happen uh and we you know if we were able to go to Fan Expo and all those things, I'd really want to be looking at costumes and doing some cosplay oh, yeah. and doing that kind of thing. Um, but because we're not going and all that stuff, that's what my creative juices for those just isn't there. Uh, that being said, I, I will show you, I'll, I'll send it to you if I can find it. Um, at Fan Expo a couple of years ago, there was some, some pretty cool, or it wasn't even Fan Expo, it was just something, it was a different expo of some sort. Anyway, uh, there was really cool cosplay that I've never seen before, and um, it, was, it was really neat. Was, I can't even explain it. It was like they were on stilts for their hands and their legs, and they were okay. walking around, and it was really cool the way that they did it. So That's creepy. Um, I know, but it was so awesome, and it was it would be something that I would love to do around here for Halloween. Oh, uh, wow. I think it would be, be fun, so... But anyway, he'll be gearing up for Halloween. I will gear up for Halloween. Yeah. And there's, yeah, you know, I keep watching some of these prop makers in this one in particular, he makes everything out of foam, which is the, the medium that you can make some really awesome stuff, really cheap. Yeah. You just need practice with, and I don't have a lot of practice with it, but like today's episode he put out, it's Odin makes, um, he did Skeletor's, uh, um, uh, uh, not a uh, chaos staff. And okay. he actually got, um, he actually got, uh, some sheep skulls. He, he knows someone that works at like a nature museum and he let him borrow them. So he took tin foil and wrapped it and then, uh, put the duct tape on it and then cut it back off so he could get the pattern. And he patterned these foam, wow. this foam skull yeah. off of an actual skull. And it was just like, and it yeah. turned out fantastic yeah that's so creative because that's one of those things i don't ever see myself cosplaying a skeletor but i would sure as hell like to have his staff and like he-man sword like just sitting in the corner that would be so awesome you have a specific type of person who could cosplay skeletor yeah really really high-pitched voice yeah the role want (laughs) to make yourself purple and wear the furry loincloth i mean like a bikini bottom it's not even a loincloth it's a bikini 
the other thing is, is like I've, uh, someone has been advertising. I've, I, I don't know what the name of the company is, but they've been advertising on my Facebook page, and they're they're it's forty dollars, but it is this fantastic skull helmet or not mask or whatever yeah, that the jaw it. actually moves and stuff. Yeah. And the first time I saw it, I was like, the only reason I would ever buy that is so I could paint it yellow, <laughs> because it would look awesome yeah. as Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. So. I saw that. It's funny that you mentioned that because it came up on my feed as well. Okay, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're. I'm sure that. I'm sure you're, you and I hit a certain target demographic that are like, <laughs> this yeah. dude would buy this possibly. How old is the? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's go ahead and move on to our our uh, projects we're wanting to uh, to shoot for for next time. Uh, would anyone like to go first? Sure, I will. All uh, right, what are you hoping to to work for for next time? So I'm gonna be really busy. Uh, with work. Um, So I'm not going to have a lot of downtime. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that being said, there's two things that I want to do. One is finish my first character. uh, Okay. And then the other is buy a bunch of basswood. Uh, I'd like to get a couple of pieces of basswood at least uh, because apparently that is the best uh, carving uh, wood to work with. So why uh, is that? uh, It's a hard wood, but it's, it cuts like butter. Interesting. So it's a hardwood. That's an interesting combination because I would figure yeah. a softwood would carve much easier. So it, it carves similar to pine, mm-hmm. but because it's a harder wood, it actually holds the uh, the cut lines a lot better. So okay. uh, this, this is pine, for instance, right? And so to actually get detail mm-hmm. uh, carving, you got to be you have have to have a really sharp knife first of all, but um, it you can see some fraying and stuff like that. Like it it doesn't hold as well. Okay. This I can't remember what this is, but this is hardwood, and like I can I can carve sharp points. I don't know if you can see that. So okay. No, I see what you're saying. Really yeah. sharp points, and it stays, and it's not going anywhere. So yeah, it's just some some differences. So yeah, uh, listening to Doug Linker. He said basswood. If you can get your hands on basswood, that's the one to carve with. So I'm going to go find some. Okay. Yeah. By the way, um, I don't remember what the name of the channel is, but that one you recommended where the guy is carving out the vehicles. Isn't that incredible? (laughs) Every time I've gone back and watched all of the vehicles. um, I mean, a lot of it's the same stuff over and over again, but it's just, it's just fantastic to watch. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I'm going to jump in here next. So I've really got to work on my flex. Like I said, by the next time we have a conversation, not only what I've gone comic con, I might have done a parade. And if that's the case, I'm hoping that's where I'm going to premiere my Ecto. So I've, I've got, that's gotta be my focus is to do that. Um, one of the other things that I have to do is along with painting of the house, uh, Christy and I are updating uh, some of the light fixtures and hardware in the bathrooms. Yep. Uh, it's been the same hardware and fixtures we, you know, since we've been here. Um, it's been 15 years. It definitely could, you know, stand a little more modernization. Uh, so we're not going overboard. We're not spending a, a ton of money on this because we are going to be here for another four or five years. Um, but it definitely is more modern looking. And I've got so I've got to install that. So that was one of the things I had to work on was. Um, we told the guy, we're like, you know, we need you to, to paint. He ended up having to put primer on quite a few of the walls, but I'm like, I will take care of all the hardware. I'll take off all the hardware and all the plates and everything else, um, and patch up all the walls. So he didn't have to worry about any of that. He basically just had to come in and and paint. That's awesome. Um, 
so I've been doing that. So I've been patching walls and, and stuff like that and trying to get it prepped so that, you know, w- once he's done, I can go in. I have to get the light fixtures up and I have to get some of the hardware up. Um, so that's a must. And then hopefully, maybe, I'll get these six little uh, lights installed. And I'm really kind of hoping it's going to be one of those situations that I do the first one and I go, well, hell, what, what have I been stressing about? Like, this took me 30 minutes to do, and I can knock them all out, like, in an afternoon. I'm really hoping that's going to be the case. Yeah. Um, one side funny thing I just have to point out, uh, and I, I mentioned it to everyone on our, our chat. Um, uh, the day ended up eating up this last weekend, ended up eating all weekend, trying to get prepped for the painting. But uh, my wife and I were so nervous about having to take down. We had like that old school just like a large plate mirror like in a bathroom several years ago i had we had you know she had seen something on etsy or something or another uh and um or probably pinterest honestly where someone took um a border like a, a decorative border or whatever and painted it and then glued it on there so it looks like a framed picture instead of just a large plate um and so that's what we had. And we're wanting to go to like just smaller actual framed yep. mirrors or whatever, because that's that's what people are doing now. And we went to take them. Well, she I asked her, I was like, well, do you see any hardware? She's like, I don't see any hardware and put it on there. So we got to looking it up and it's like, oh, well, there's either hardware or it's glued to the wall. And here's how you take <laughs> it off with the glue. You take wood shims and you slowly but surely keep, you know, you put lots of them in there and you just yep. keep hammering them in there until you start hearing it pop. And it will pull a probably a good chunk of the the paper off of the 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 wall and then you have to patch it up and then you'll be good to go and i got up there and i was completely ready to start hammering in these things and i saw these two little metal plates and i was like wait a minute and i managed to pop them out and as soon as i did the mirror came right off and the back of the wall was perfectly fine it was the original color i was so excited (laughs) i was so excited that that went as easily as it did yes Because I really was dreading that. Yeah, that's always a good day. Yep. All right, Chris, what are you uh, hoping to get done for next time? Okay, if anybody watches this and and pays attention to me at all, but that's fine if you didn't. I have ripped out the same two rows for this entire talk. Uh Uh-huh. Because the way that this pattern is, the bobbles have to line up. weren't lining up in two different spots, so... If it doesn't line up right now when I finish this row, I might burn it. I don't know because this is the second time, <laughs> the third time I've had to do this. Oh, um, no. Which is, it's a good learning experience. It's sort of like this. It's, it's not permanent. I can rip this out and start again. It's not like it's gonna break or anything like that. So right. it is a good lesson in, in um, patience. And it'll happen, and I'm not ruining anything. Plus, it's for us. So, yeah, this is the third attempt for these two rows. I'm really hoping it works. Uh, so I'm hoping to have this done, this blanket. I'm hoping I have to order more yarn, which will probably be sometime this week. Yep. Because um, I order from this website called Yarnspirations, which is Canadian. Um, and they are not known for their speediness. Gotcha. Now, granted, I do not pay the extra for the for the express because mm-hmm. shipping is so expensive in Canada. So I just wait, but still they're not they're not yeah. speedy. Um so I'm hoping to have this done and then I really want to start actually like flushing out, making a legit plan for what I want to do. Um create like um yeah just create a plan of attack and actually like have it written down and 
and organized as best as I can. And so I have some sort of direction because it's all in my head right now and that's taking up mental space. So it needs to come out and so I can think about other things and, and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. I would like, yeah, I would like to create a plan attack, have this done and have not had pulled my, whatever hair I have left out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen or watch the show. As always, you can find us on the website, epicallygeeky.com, as well as on the socials at Epically Geeky. You can also find the other shows that we do, including the Epically Geeky Show, the Marginally Geeky Show, and Sustainably Geeky, at least for right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll still be able to find it. You just yes. – it just may not may not be new yeah. episodes. We'll see. Yeah. So – um it, speaking of which we just dropped a new episode of both sustainably geeky and epically geeky the epically geeky epically geeky show we created toys uh happy meal toys for movies that never got them and in some cases never should have uh and then um uh on sustainably geeky uh they interviewed a lady talking about um um how would you put it chris so um, her name is Susanna, and I can't remember her last name right now. Um, she um, has a business called Chicana in Nature. So it's about um, BIPOC people learning more about nature and just getting out there and exploring and adventuring and foraging. And she's also big into summer camps. She runs day camps for kids. Um, and she's just really awesome, really, really awesome, and really believes in this. And she's she's a doll. She's super cute. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then we will be recording. We're supposed to be recording a new marginally geeky next week. So by the time this comes out, it'll be later on that week. And we're reading uh, Shadow and Bone. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I actually have some thoughts on that. So because I I literally started it yesterday and finished it today. So oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, double speed. So uh, like I said, you can find everything there. And then of course you can find us online as well. Where can we find you online, right? Uh, the Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. Uh, Chris, where can we find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me here on Creatively, on Marginally, Sustainably, um, and Epically Geeky. And on, I thought I lost my train of thought. On uh, Instagram at Rose and Hummingbird. And as always, you can find me, my little wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 